Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Just a shooting at the airport in Kabul, but no, 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 everything's fine. Americans have got this under control. As a matter of fact, the Pentagon is so absolutely sure of itself that they've got everything is just fine that they've made this announcement about what's going on in Afghanistan. As you all aware, the FDA approved full licensure of the Pfizer vaccine this morning. And as also I'm sure you're aware, back in August on the 9th, uh, the secretary articulated that it was his intent uh, to mandate the COVID-19 vaccines upon FDA licensure or... I'm sorry, uh, uh, Afghanistan and, and thousands of Americans behind the Taliban line and thousands of, of visa uh, Af- Afghanis who, who have visas to get into America behind the Taliban line and they can't get through. Uh, can, can you please address uh, that and how, how these Americans are going to all uh, get out? Can you guarantee their safety? Can they get to the airport? Uh, by mid-September to seek a waiver from the president. So now that the Pfizer vaccine has been approved, the department is prepared to issue updated guidance requiring all service members to be vaccinated. A timeline. There you go. Perfect. No, no, no. We're doing that. We're doing this just great. We're doing this just fine. The Taliban controls all the streets outside of Kabul. Americans cannot get to the airport. There's gunfire taking place at the airport. But thank goodness we're going to make sure that all service members have a COVID shot. With all due respect, this isn't a conversation of, well, Tony, we can do two things at the same time. No, this is a conversation of we're doing absolutely nothing at the same time. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz, and everything at TonyKatz.com. I'm not anti-vax. It's an inoculation. It's not a vaccine. I'm not. I mean, it, it works. I never said that Pfizer was doing something just to do it. I think they put their whole heart and soul into it. There's no doubt that people live through COVID in the main while having this inoculation. It's true. It's factual. But my gosh, this is the Pentagon's announcement? You left Americans for dead, you losers. You failures. Don't tell me I'm supposed to sit here and have respect for you. I'll have respect for the men and women who do the job, not for the for the pseudo-intellectuals who are more interested in being woke than being rational, who can't figure out how to get people out of a country first before they leave. What kind of, of leadership closes Bagram Air Force Base? They shut down the whole base. You know, it's John Belushi. They took the bar, the whole freaking bar. That's right, I cleaned it up for radio. It's the kind of guy I am. You closed down an Air Force Base. You got asked. You got asked, Kirby, why can't you utilize a Bagram? Why can't you get back out there and and use Bagram to our advantage? Why can't we be using it? Well, look, we don't want to. We don't want to confuse the issue right now. Confuse the issue? What the hell are you talking crazy? What's wrong with you? You left Americans to die. Now, maybe I got to take a step back. 
Maybe I got to take a step back and just make sure that everybody knows the basics of what's going on. We failed in our task. And the basic task of the government is to protect the citizens. That is a basic, basic task. Now, the real purpose of a government of by and for the people is to take care of the basic stuff and stay the hell out of our lives. That's that's where it's at. That's what we expect. That's actually what we want. We want government to stay out of our lives. The people who want government to run their lives, well, those are really ignorant, terrible people, and we should say so. But when we are involved in something like this, we should note that when it's time to leave a war, you get the Americans out first. People are upset. I think I think it's Joe Scarborough who's upset that you're comparing what's going on in Afghanistan um, to uh, to to Saigon. That's that's too bad for you, Joe Scarborough of MSNBC. Too bad for you if you're upset by that. The comparison is there because it has to do with radical, unmitigated failure. Instead of listening to the cables and the communiques that showed that the Taliban was advancing, the Taliban was growing. They didn't listen. Two dozen people signing this memo, Afghanis and others who work in the embassy, this is going very, very badly. And the administration did not listen at all. So you had these these military maneuvers out, but without getting the people out. They didn't start two months ago with evacuations of Americans, of of those uh, Afghanis who work with the United States, who have something called an SIV. You often hear about hear referred to as SIVs, special immigrant visas. No, they start they start militarily pulling out. They start removing the people who can best help the Americans believe in peace. By doing so and pulling out where they did, they, uh, they, they did indeed allow the Taliban to grow and build. And you've got people like Lloyd Austin the Secretary of Defense saying, well, we, we knew it could be quick. We just didn't think it would be, you know, 11 days quick. Wait, you knew it could be quick? There were assessments that ranged initially from one to two years to, uh, to you know, several months. Uh, but it was a wide range of, uh, of assessments. And as, as uh, the Taliban uh, began to make gains, and then we saw uh, that uh, in a number of cases, there was less fighting and uh, and more uh, surrendering and more uh, uh, forces just kind of evaporating. It was very difficult to predict with accuracy. This all occurred in a, in a span of about 11 days. No- Let's be clear. You knew this could go faster than what you clearly told the president. And when the president told us that it's not going to, you know, dissipate in a few months, the, the government's not going to go away in a few months, they're well-trained, they're well-armed, and then came back the next day and said, they ran away like cowards. 
Now, at first blush, that seems to be the case. They got they got confronted with the Taliban and they they couldn't handle it. But then there's a part two. And it's a part two that we've been learning over time, or at least I have, and I want to make sure I share the story properly. Because it is wrong to say that these Afghanis just ran away. Like, it's wrong for me to say, as I was discussing it last week, if you're an American who doesn't want to leave, uh, all right, you're not an American anymore. Well, no. Some Americans are staying because these people are their friends and they made a commitment to them and they're not going to give up. That's a, that's an extremely uh, important thing to remember. And when I heard it, I said, that's a valuable point. My studying over the weekend shared something else that we were already kind of breaking into. If you train the military to work the way the United States does. That means you train the military to work with air support. The planes come over. Boop. That's my sound effect. It was pretty good. That's pretty, I'm the Mike Winslow of radio. And and so uh, the, 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 the air support's there. Then you deal with it on the grounds, and that's how you engage the enemy. By pulling out the military first, You prevented air support from happening from the U.S., and you took the facilities and the technology that allowed the Afghanis to be able to do it. You trained a military that wouldn't be able to fight in the way you trained them. That is an issue. So the idea that these people just turned tail and ran, I I would argue some of them did. I, I think that you'll be able to find those stories. I think that's real. Not all of them did. And it is, it is wrong for us to make that analysis. So I will no longer go down that road. I'm happy to share with you a better way to look at it. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin didn't look at it in any which direction. So now there's gunfire at the airport. Oh, by the way, ISIS is there too. I'm sorry, did Tony just say ISIS? No, 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 no. He said ISIS like, like water ice. He, he, he likes he likes ISIS right there. No, I'm pretty sure Kat said ISIS. No, no, I said ISIS. The threat is real. It is acute. It is persistent. And it is something that we are focused on with every tool in our arsenal. Our commanders on the ground uh, have a wide variety of capabilities that they are using to defend the airfield against a potential terrorist attack. We are working hard with our intelligence community to try to isolate and determine where an attack might come from. It is something that we are placing paramount priority on stopping or disrupting. And we will do everything that we can for as long as we are on the ground uh, to keep that from happening. But we are taking it absolutely deadly seriously. Every time the National Security Advisor right there, Jake Sullivan and others speak, for as long as we're on the ground, for as long as we're on the ground, well, how long are we going to be on the ground? Till we get every American out? Because right now it doesn't seem that way. The Taliban has decided they won't extend the deadline past August 31st. And nobody has bothered to put three bullets into one of their heads and said, we'll extend the deadline to whatever time we see fit. It's because Biden doesn't have what it takes. All of this, the absolutely horrific pullout, the leaving Americans behind, and no, Americans cannot get to the airport. Let's be perfectly clear. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Americans cannot get to the airport. 
There's not only the Taliban line around the airport, as they have control of Kabul, as is being reported. There are checkpoints along the way, and Americans are being turned around even if they have a passport. So it doesn't matter that Joe Biden said this on Friday. It doesn't matter. The military has secured the airport, as you mentioned, but will you sign off on sending U.S. troops into Kabul to evacuate Americans who haven't been able to get to the airport safely? We have no indication that they haven't been able to get in Kabul through the airport. We've made an agreement with the, with the Taliban thus far. They've allowed them to go through. It's in their interest. Not letting them go through, and it's not in their interest to let them go through. It's a complete and total lie that the president of the United States told us. And by the way, that line from John Kirby, uh, the, the defense, uh, the, the Pentagon press secretary, the question was asked by Jen Griffin over Fox News Channel. Given the, the number of people who are in hiding who were either SIV recipients, some Americans, uh, Afghan allies, why not reopen Bagram Air Base? Why not go get an agreement to from the Qataris to come and land in Kandahar and Mazar-e-Sharif elsewhere? We saw the Qataris bring the Mullah Baradar back with a, a C-17. Why not use the Pakistanis and the, Tal- and the Qataris to help bring people out from, because right now you're just bringing people out from Kabul and it's a, it's a choke point. Well, uh- First of all, the flow, the throughput has in, in improved and increased, um, and uh, and I'm not going to. Uh, I don't think it would be a useful uh, expenditure of our time to Monday morning quarterback the whole issue with Bob. What? Let's do that one more time, shall we? Uh, expenditure of our time to Monday morning quarterback the whole issue with Bagram. It was closed down as part of the retrograde. Fire him as well. So they won't go back and admit that closing down Bagram was a complete and total failure and a terrible idea. They won't actually admit that things are awful at at the airport in Kabul. They won't admit to anything. You now have ISIS issuing threats. You now have the, the airport itself surrounded by the Taliban line. And these people want to tell you that everything is good and fine. And here's Vice President Harris in Singapore, I believe it is, or is this Vietnam? Uh, No, Singapore. Bragging about how it's going. This is a successful drawdown? Can we just... Can we just stop? Can we can we put an end to it? We're, we're everyone take a breath. Holy crap! My God, we're I, I talk honestly and openly about how we gotta get rid of Joe Biden. He has done this. He has absolutely violated the oath of office. He should go. Can you imagine leaving things to her? By the way, when she landed in Afghanistan. And reporters start asking her a question. What does she do? What's your response to reports of Americans? Well, hold on, hold on. Slow down, everybody. <laughs> she laughs. Slow down, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, if my uh, Kamala Harris impression is any good. 
I don't know if, 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 if that's... <laughs> Is that good, Ari? It's fine. Right? I mean, it's it's why we keep her on a, on a loop. Because it's it's hard to, to emulate something that horrific. <laughs> She's just too much of a child for such a serious moment. And let's not forget how serious of a moment it is. Now, I'm going to later get into Ron Klain, the chief of staff for President Biden, who is playing the part of Baghdad Bob disgustingly and despicably. Because what are they doing? They're bragging about the numbers of people they're getting out, and it's very possible they're also lying about it. What we need to keep in our heads is that they are bragging about the amount of Americans they're getting out when it shouldn't be something you brag about. It should have happened already, and we shouldn't even be having this conversation. That's the story. We'll get into what does it mean that the FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccine as well. It's coming up. I'm Tony Katz.